Mango Mustache Media. Welcome to another episode of Chicano Chingon, presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. A mango mustache original. I'm your host, Nell Marie. I'm your other host, Arturo. And today, the brother and sister duo are talking about your favorite topic, possibly. Siblings. Family. Family. Latino families. The difference between Latino families and American families. Sibling rivalry. Sibling friendship. Who knows? We got a little bit of both going on. I mean, siblings, you love them or you hate them. You don't really feel like a rival, bro. No competition over here. Wow, that was really <laughs> fucking rude. I did not expect that at all. Nah, I was messing around. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. I'm going to move right on. We're going to get into our first segment. The most, uh, bleh, the most important, special, anticipated segment. The word of the day. The word of the day. Can you say, hermano? Hermano. Say it. Hermano. Good job. Can you do it one more time? Say, hermano. Hermano. Lovely. If you didn't say it, you suck. But yeah, anyways, hermano. Hermano can mean brother or sibling. If you want to refer to your brother, like my brother right here. My brother. This is my hermano. Arturo. This is my hermana. That's the the sister version, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the sister version. Yeah, so techno woman, hermana, man, hermano. But the umbrella term, if you're talking about multiple people, is hermanos. You don't say hermanos y hermanas. You would say, you got brothers and sisters? Tienes hermanos. Little bit of a blanket term there. So sometimes, you know, it can also be... The word sibling itself can just be hermano. But yeah, here I am with one of my siblings, my hermano Arturo. We have a, we have a lot of siblings. I have a lot. I have to count on my hands sometimes. I forget, you know? Yeah, I just know I when people ask me how many siblings I got, I tell them I got six brothers. And yes, I'm the only girl. And yes, I'm the oldest. And yes, it sucks sometimes being the oldest. And people get into the specifics, they ask of like if they're whole siblings or if they're half or if they're step. And I'm just like, they're my brothers. You know, I don't really, I don't get into the semantics of it. You know, they're just. Even though you and I aren't really related, we're still brothers. Because you're adopted. Are you? Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah. That, uh, I got that one from dad. (laughs) My dad was also mean to his siblings, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I think. The only sibling, obviously, we don't really beef with our other siblings like uh, Jacob, Joseph, John, Navy, because they're all like children. But Francisco, who is 17, <laughs> he has so many stories of that kid. I wanted to bring him on today as a special guest, but it was a little bit last notice. And uh, he had better things to do, apparently, than to come hang out with us. Uh, we, don't, we don't have beef. We just poke fun until somebody gets mad and then it's... It evolves into something. It's funny though. I like. I always yeah, I love funny. Francisco. That's San Fran. I call him San Fran. He loves that San nickname. Fran Pinto. Yeah, he's just Pinto Pampinto. So many. I'm not gonna say them all because I don't think he's gonna appreciate that. Some of those are nicknames that our parents gave him endearingly, and uh, he's not really. Well, he, he goes back. He calls me Ontario. Like, I'm, yeah, that's a. So it's it's fair game. 
Uh, he doesn't have any specific nicknames for me. He just insults me. So, uh, you know, it's whatever. It's, it's all love, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to, I don't know. How do you feel about your siblings? Out of t- rate them out of 10, all yeah, together 10, as a yeah. whole. Um, as a whole, yeah, I love my siblings. I mean, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest brother, so I feel like a little bit of a ringleader sometimes. But yeah. you... I feel- I feel like we've always kind of been on the same, like, we're only less than a year apart. So when it comes to, like, the oldest sibling things, I feel like by default, a lot of times, mom and dad would be like, they would just say, yeah, Nini's in charge because he's the oldest. But a yeah. lot of times, the responsibility was still dished out between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. We don't really get away with anything. I will say, though, you were a little shit. You were actually an asshole. Proudly. He, like, Arturo sucked. Arturo would do this <laughs> thing where he would, like, he would start making a joke or do something that's super annoying. And then when you're like, ah, Gordo, stop. Like, all right, stop, stop. You're making it clear that it's not funny anymore. It's not cool. I'm getting a little mad. You can stop. He keeps going. And one of his victims, Francisco, would get so worked up a lot of times that he would cry. And I'd be like, one, I would tell Francisco, hey, Stop reacting. That's all Arturo wants. He wants a reaction from you. Just don't give it to him. But um, he would give him, like, the exact reaction he wanted. He would cry because he'd get so frustrated because Arturo was annoying. It's easy. Like, when you grow up around these people, I just know what buttons to push to piss you off. And I'm just like, I'm going to... I'm gonna play with these buttons, and I'm gonna want to see what I can do, and that that was just funny for me. There was a day that I knew you pushed him to his limit. You were doing this shit all day. You were making jokes. You were pushing everybody a little too far. And we're at Menards with Dad, and we're leaving Menards, and he got us all. I don't know why he didn't just get us individual drinks, but he got a giant bottle of Coca Cola. We're all sharing it, or whatever. And Francisco goes, "Hey, Gordo, can I have can I have some soda?" And you go, mm, "No," <laughs> and then he immediately started crying. You pushed that kid to his limit that day. He was so fed up. The Coca-Cola is what sent him over the edge. And that was fucked up. But you, you, do you feel uh, your remorse? Uh, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I don't do it now. I, I'm not. You're very tame and mellow now. I feel like one of the, the things I was focusing on was like, if I'm going to push your buttons, what's the outside world going to do? You know, I'm over here <laughs> teaching you. To master your own emotions and not let people step on you a little bit. But also at the same time, I was having fun with it, so I'm not... It was love all along. Arturo was preparing us for the real world, apparently. I will say, though, um, our parents can't be too mad because you got that shit from dad. Uh, I thought Arturo was kind of mean to his siblings. Uh, Our dad fucked the siblings so much because our dad was also the oldest. He had a lot of siblings. And he would just do shit like convince each and every one of them that they're secretly adopted and that their parents are lying to them. But he would do it in a way. He would convince them so well that they would cry at some point. He did it with all of his siblings. He started when they were really little. And just as I get older, he'd be like, see, that's another example. That's why you're adopted, you know? He convinced one of his siblings that because she looks like their neighbor, their next door neighbor, he convinced her that that neighbor just gave up the kid and they took her in. So he he genuinely convinced his sister that she was adopted because the next door neighbor didn't want her anymore. He also convinced her that the moles on her face, because it, it's pretty cool, me and my aunt, actually my, also my godmother, we both have the same little uh, thing on our face, and that's like three moles that are like in a triangle form. So Illuminati. my dad, Yeah, Illuminati. I'm born Illuminati. But now he would convince them, or convince her that 
it's because a fly pooped on him when she was a baby and it just stained her and it's just there forever. And she would cry. And she would cry. Because he started doing that when she was really little and she believed him and she would cry. But yeah, they they did, I thought like we were mean to each other sometimes. They did some god awful shit to each other. Like shit was different in Mexico. He was just throwing his brothers in the flooded street, tying his brother up to the bed. Like they were all just on some crazy shit. We were tame. So it's our parents. culture. Yeah, they can't complain. Yeah, it's, it's the culture. It's the culture. Traumatizing your sibling just a little bit for flavor. <laughs> Pizzazz. <laughs> it adds yeah. excitement to your personality. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about is uh, exactly that, the culture. You brought up a great talking point. Thank you very much. Brother. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, Mexican culture, not just Mexican culture, like Latino culture in general, it's very group oriented. Latinos are very, very family driven. Family is important. You know, your grandparents probably live with you at some point, if not always extended family living with you. That's normal. Seeing your extended family on such a regular basis because your parents are so close with their siblings. It's a very, very normal thing. And well, and when I mean, a perfect example is, you know, we're talking about our family. Um, You know, when one part of the family moves to an area and they have a good setup, then they invite the other fam- the other parts of the family. And then they all just end up showing up in one spot. And here we are now in Cedar Rapids. In Cedar Rapids. From Mexico and California right to Iowa for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Well, just like when somebody finds success, they want to bring the rest of the family with. Yeah. Or, you know, the, that hint of, you know, this might be something good and I can see positive things coming in the future for everybody. And family is a very, it's always a, it's a very high priority in our culture. Like even people who leave their country and come here, like for example, our dad, when he came here, he was just sending all of his money to Mexico. He came, he came here when he was like 17. He was making money to support his family back in Mexico, you know, um, and make things a little easier for his siblings and his parents. And that that's a very, uh, I mean, it's noble. kind of, it's the expectation though in Latino culture that, when things get tough, you have to you have your family to rely on you. When you you know your friends, they're also they can be your family, uh, and it's really different from here in the U.S. The U.S. kind of has this um, what what would you call it? The little the nuclear family expectation, which is like yeah, the traditional yeah, like, just the household consists of just parents, parents, two kids, or, two or three kids. That's it. That's it, and it's just uh, very. And at one point, that was realistic to have. I mean, I mean, I think it started at the end of World War II. You know, economy's doing good. You know, the the father can go out and get a job. The mom can stay home, raise the kids. In my opinion, very boring. All right, I love my siblings, but if I only had my siblings, I probably would have made more mean jokes. I don't know, like if you just had the the two siblings. If and... I just had the two siblings, yeah. But I was lucky enough to also have my cousins around me enough, and I mean, close enough to be even. I would say that they're just further out brothers. You know, like you're my full sibling, of course. Yeah. But that's my my sibling, who's a little less sibling. Definitely but still a sibling. Different mother, but. You know, same grandma or something, you know, like, <laughs> same, yeah, but it, it still, it falls into that example of Latino families being close because the whole reason we're so close with our cousins and saw them on like a regular basis, like on a daily basis, because our dad 
it's still very close with his brothers. They they all work together. They go to each other if they need help with something, whether it's Absolutely. business related or a favor or something at home. Something going on with the car. Yeah, and that's the norm. And I and I remember being in high school, um, just talking to I don't know, just talking to some of my friends about it, and they would be very like blown away. They would just so like you guys are having week-long sleepovers with your cousins? What are you <laughs> was, talking about? That was like once or twice. I was not, <laughs> we were not having week-long sleepovers on the regular. I don't like them that much. That's a bit much we would, for me. We would have sleepovers often. And we had back-to-back -back sleepover marathons, yeah. And then we hated each other by the end of it. <laughs> but they would be they would be blown away because they would say, yeah, my, my parents have siblings. I have aunts and uncles who live in the city, but I see them every few months. I, I see them maybe one time a year. Or same with our cousins. I see my cousins like a few times a year at family gatherings. And it's, it was so it was such a foreign concept to they, my they friends in up, high school. They bring up like, oh yeah, we went to the family reunion. I'm like, what the hell? Are you a family reunion, bro? That's just Christmas, Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, that's every day in summer. We I don't... can't have family reunions. There's too many of us, and we just have to hope the majority of the family shows up to these things. <laughs> and you just gotta hope that your favorite cousins are there. That's yeah, it. yeah. That's really how. I mean, even um, just like those parties that your family friends kind of knew each other. You're like, I really hope these guys were invited and I hope I see them there so that it's not boring or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's really interesting though because I've tried looking into, I've been trying to find reasons as to why there's a cultural expectation like that. And it, not that it's exclusive to only like Latin American countries because a lot of Asian countries have the same expectations. You are expected to take care of your parents even when you have kids. You know, you're, yeah. You, you live with your grandparents and sometimes your aunts or uncles. It's the same thing in a lot of Asian countries too. But I just, I couldn't really figure out why. Like, I don't know. I tried finding like, maybe there's like a hypothesis as to why uh, Latino countries are so group oriented. Oriented. Yeah, I can't say the word. Oriented. Oriented. That should be the word of the day. <laughs> no. But no, I, I, I do. I agree because when I went to Mexico at the beginning of the year, I saw my grandpa that was there. Cool mm -hmm. guy. I'm named after him. Arturo, cool guy. Um, but he Shout lives out. with his brothers. Yeah. And that blew my mind because I had never met his brothers. But to see them be together and they were they were super close as if like nothing had ever happened. Oh, in that's no kind of cute because it he didn't really always cute. live with his brothers and now they just all live together again. That's, that's really cute. And they know like the little things about each other. Like yeah. I, I think one of my uh, great uncles is what you would call them had sustained a head injury. So he... Just kind of tells the same story or, you know, just something along the lines of that. But my grandpa knows that and he's mm -hmm. able to kind of work around that, work with him on that. It, it's, yeah. it's, it was really nice to see that, that that's, that's still his big brother there, you yeah. know? That is that is very sweet, actually. I, I kind of, I, I didn't know all that. That's really yeah. cute. That's pretty cute. It's a, it's a mystery. But you know what? I think it's a very endearing aspect of Latino culture just to... Uh, embrace family so much. That's why you see so many memes about ah Latino parties, seeing your cousins doing this, seeing your your deals doing this, or like the bounce house, the yeah, pinata, the bounce you house, know? having so many siblings. You know, it's uh, it's all funny and it's cool, but there's a reason, and I think it's it's really cool that that's an aspect. It's Latinos are very group oriented, and it's cool to me. I think it's very sweet. It's endearing. It means we care. Um, well, and yeah. I think the difference is. Um, with Latino uh, Latino culture and uh, American culture, I mean, if that's what you want to call it, um, American culture is like I feel like everybody is so quick to just cut people off and be done. Yeah. Or they're very quick to just like, you know what? 
they might be blood, but they're not my they're not my family anymore. And I, I feel like out that of my life. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really translate well into Latino culture. At least I don't see it. Do happening. you think that's an American thing? I'm not saying it's an American thing, but I I do not, see not that, that as a trend. Not Americans not getting along, but just the quick to cut off ties if felt necessary. You think that's for the most part that that's what I've seen. Really, because I have friends in other countries that don't live in the U.S. and yeah. they that that's like a really foreign thing. Oh, for that's them. kind of surprising to them. It's surprising to them. I'll I'll talk about that with them, and it's just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, cut off your brother? Now, why would you do that? I mean, okay, look, if they did something god awful, I get it. All right, but. Oh yeah, I'm not. There's if no they judgment. Sold, oh, I think they broke your car or something like that. It's some some one off thing. No, it because not that you don't need to stick with your family if they're not good people, obviously. But I guess um, the concept of just cutting off family is not as normal in Mexico, at least compared to here in the U.S. That's what you mean. I'm yeah. Assuming yeah. I guess that is interesting. Um, I've also heard just stuff about ah. Oh, <laughs> When I'm in school hearing things about people fighting with their siblings, I once had this kid tell me, like, yeah, my brother pulled a knife on me yesterday and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what? And what did your parents do? They're like, they just yelled at us and told us to knock it off. I'm like, are you joking? Are you joking? My mother would beat me. Like, that's just, not that that was a thing my mom did, but if if I hit my brothers, I was getting hit, you know? Side note, okay, remember our old neighbors at mom's old house? They did that. I'm not gonna say names. I don't even remember their names. Um, but one of the, like the older sister pulled a knife on the younger sister. Yeah. And they lived right next door to us. I'm like, how? And you guys just continue to live together? Like you can threaten somebody like that and you're just you're cool? That's insane. Yeah, no, that shit didn't fly in our house. Uh, we Absolutely didn't fight not. like that. I don't think I've ever put my No, I've hit you before. We've all hit each other, but yeah. it wasn't like, I'm going to beat the hell out of you and yeah. give you a black eye. It was no, always like one slap or one punch, and it was... For me, I can count the occasions that I've been physical with you guys. I think I slapped you one time. I felt so bad about it immediately after. There was one time you, like, we were pillow fighting, and you hit me a little too hard, and I was so mad. I think, oh, you knocked my tooth out. You knocked my tooth I out. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, because I had a loose tooth. I smacked you in the face and You smacked me with the pillow and my tooth, my tooth went flying. And that shit hurt. And I was so mad. I slapped you across the face, dude. And as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, that didn't feel good. I feel so bad. Because you just grabbed your face and you just sat down. And I felt like a monster. <laughs> I thought about that shit for years. I felt really bad about that. Yeah, so, we're, uh, uh, we're a family of empaths over here, you know. Yeah. Just, you can feel that. Uh, not all of our cousins are too nice, though, to no, each other. No, not. I, no. I will say there are Latin... We're not saying that Latino siblings don't fight because uh, we've seen our cousins brawl. It'll be over the stupidest shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be having a family party and two of the, the two siblings that don't get along, you know who you are. If they're watching this, they know exactly who... Although it was more than just two. I mean, we'll be playing soccer. Someone no, but I'm talking about two, two in particular. One gave the other one an eyebrow scar because he punched him too hard, and then they had to go to the hospital. It was a whole big thing. I'm talking about you guys. You guys are insane. You need to keep your hands off of each other. The only but, reason we're talking about it is because they laughed about it, all right? Yeah, they that's, were laughing about it. it on the way to the hospital. But enough about them. I don't want to give them clout. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit's crazy. Family dynamics... Here and in Mexico, very, very different. Very different. U.S. is lacking love. 
Lacking love. We need to bring the love back. Starting today. Go out and give somebody a hug. Go tell your sibling you love them. Hug your brother from another mother. Go hug somebody because you know what? We need more love. Where is the love? The love. love. I forget how the song goes. Black Eyed Peas. Thank you, Alex. I was thinking about that song, but I didn't remember how it went. You can always count on Alex. But you know what? Enough about love. I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about algo interesante. Moving on to our next segment. We're talking about algo interesante, which means something interesting. Something interesting. Something interesting. Algo, meaning something. Interesante, meaning interesting. Something interesting. Look, a little fun fact for you. And I, I have something interesting for you. You want to know something interesting? Arturo used to eat rocks when he was a kid. He used to eat sand. He used to eat rocks. He used to eat little pebbles. He used to eat drywall. He used to eat chalk. He used to eat dirt and paper. God damn, you're going to expose me like that. <laughs> I think it's funny. And I think this is a very fun fact. Very Something very interesting and crucial and I want you, dear listener, to take that information and just remember it. And think about how weird that is. Think about what a weird okay, guy. I need is. to cover my bases real quick, all right? I was a child with pika. Pika <laughs> means I want to eat things that are not food. So sand, you know, rocks. I like the greediness on my teeth. I'm still paying for that now, all right? Yeah, you I fucked have, up your teeth. I have deep grooves in my teeth. Yeah, food gets trapped in them. It's a pain in the ass. But I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. That kid, we would have if there was a, a wall in the house, if there was like a corner in the house, R2 would go and he'd put his head sideways and just start biting the corner of the wall. He would just start eating the drywall. To be fair, to be fair, I did those when I was put in timeout <laughs> and I was pissed off. I'm like, what can I do to get back at these people? Oh, a fresh coat of paint? Chomp right out like the right out of the drywall right there. These people being our parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I mean, at the time, I can't remember what I was being put in time out for, but I was yeah. like, "This is wrong," you know. Free the people or something. <laughs> I don't know. Time out was the scariest shit. But if you're gonna expose me, I'm gonna expose you for the reason uh, why I didn't like playing video games with you, <laughs> and that is um, <laughs> example one, exhibit A. Uh, Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars <laughs> was a great game on the PS2, and I love playing it. I hated playing with Elmarie, though. Love you, but she would only pick R2-D2. The cute characters, and that, 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 that trend followed in every other game. She wanted to pick the cute characters. No, She had no utility. She didn't do anything to help me. Um, and on top of all of that, she yells and screams a lot during video games because she gets really into it. And I'm happy for you in that aspect, but not immersed. when it comes to playing my games. Yeah. Right? Lego Star Wars, <laughs> very important to me. Yeah. Obviously. You're very passionate about it. Love that game. Um, I'm over the cute thing. I will say that when I was playing at the time, Lego R2-D2, that's the cutest shit ever. He's just a little guy. He's just a little round thing with two little legs, and you just zoomed around. Of course I want to pick that shit. It's adorable. I couldn't do anything. And then when he dies, he goes, wow. Yes. <laughs> he screams when he dies. So I was like, I'm picking him every time. 
I thought he was so cute. But Arturo would get pissed off because he's like, no, Marie, can you please switch to another character? This is like a two-person thing. Like, dude, there's zone. guys with lightsabers. Why are you not picking a guy with a, like, a cool laser sword? You want a little robot guy that can barely go upstairs? Yeah, like... we'd be getting mobbed by like bad guys, and I'm not oh helping Arturo. God. He's trying to fight off every villain, and I'm just like, like, a parent, like a occasionally just electrocuting people with a little buzzer, like, Dzz. But that would just stun them. You can do that, and you can fly. Yeah. That's it. I could fly, like, two and feet. And you can open a couple doors, which I guess I'll give you that. You helped me with that. I did open it. some doors for you. Yeah. Uh, as for the screaming thing... She play- still does that. She continues to do that. And when we were talking uh, a couple episodes ago about uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, <laughs> same deal. My dad would walk in the room and be like, I'm going to turn this shit off if you don't stop yelling, all right? Like, you got you to gotta be done. So, but- when I'm playing video games... I get a little immersed. I resonate with the character. I'm, you know, I'm in this shit. I'm in the story. I'm I can't trying even to st- imagine what VR looks like. Oh my God, I don't want to play VR. <laughs> I don't want to. Aside from the motion sickness you would get, I feel like you No, would be- I just don't, I know, I know how it's going to be. I'm going to be stressed out. There's certain games that I look at, I'll see gameplay. I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing that. Cause I, it looks fun, but I know I'm going to get stressed out. I get stressed out when I'm playing games. Cause I'm really into it. I'm getting into it. I don't want to die. And then I'm dying and I can't control it. I'm going to start screaming. It's not on purpose. It just comes out of me. Uh, Black Flag, those ship battles, giant ass ship is going to ram me. Um, it's a little scary. Okay. So I scream a little bit. I scream, no, stop. And then my parents come in and yell at me because they're like, well, this isn't necessary. And I know it's not necessary, but. It's part of the immersion. Yeah. That's what you're there it's for. It's the you immersion. Experience I'm, that emotion. I'm not, I'm not a gamer. I'm not playing the game. I am the game. I am that character. And that, that character is dying. So I'm dying. Well, so also, I'm going to scream a little bit. If you're in love with the character or you want to be the character at the same time. Yeah, I had a weird relationship with Edward Kenway. So that's, that's one thing. But it wasn't exclusive to Assassin's Creed. It, it was every video game. Uh, I, I got really, really into it. I don't like playing first person shooter games. I'm not good at them. And also is that exact thing. I start screaming. Final Fantasy VII, the remake. That's just fun. Uh, I am decently good at that, but I still scream, especially Final Fantasy VII. It's all about a team. You're Isn't that turn-based? Kind of, but not s- really. No, I, it's not turn-based, but it's kind of, it. you can't block shit. You can't, I mean, you can block, but you still take damage no matter what. And you're playing with the team. So it's me being Cloud and then Barrett and whatever. And sometimes they're being stupid and they're just not working with me. So I started yelling a little bit. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And But you can give them commands too. Like even if you stick as Cloud, you can switch to, to Barrett and play as Barrett. Or you can just quickly like pull up a little thing and give them a, an action to do. But it's all, it's, it is action and it's, it's a strategy. There's a lot of strategy. It's not just like a hack and slash timing based thing. I mean, there's timing in it, but you also have to space out, you know, your your MP. It sounds like you play a lot of stressful games. You got to play something like Minecraft or something. I feel like you'd scream at that, too. I don't know. Uh, This is the exact this is the exact battle I had in mind when I was talking about this shit. That scorpion was so fucking annoying to fight and it's one of the first major bosses and when you're first starting the game it's a little overwhelming because oh god it's a giant scorpion what do i do it's just me and barrett and we're running out we have no more mp we have no more i don't remember the other shit but we have no more and we're just dying and you run out of mp like your magic power you don't get it back is this the first mission or like the first set Um, in the game this is the first first part of the story 
Yeah, this is the first mission, and this is one of the boss battles at the end of the first mission. I played through this, okay? Yeah. And that's why I'm like, this is ringing bells. I'm replaying it again because I beat the game, and I want to replay it on the harder mode. And the harder mode is literally just, you can't use things. You can't use items. So if you if somebody in your team dies, you can't revive them because you can't use items. Um, If you, what else? Well, there is a revive spell, but, yeah. Well, Okay, but so I Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game of all time. So I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk about it. I'm like, okay. But the revive though, that's only isn't that only exclusive to people like Aerith who has the. No, I mean anybody can learn it as long as you equip the materia to their weapon. Yeah, but I materia other... in uh, Final Fantasy is magic. Is is it's and a they little ball. and they yes they put it into like the power of it into a little ball and then there's little slots in your swords and you can put it in there and then if you have a sword that has a fire materia then you get the fire power. Yeah, well, I but had yeah, other you, materia. But in the hard mode, you don't uh, re- you don't get back MP, otherwise known as magic power, by resting like you do in the normal mode, and you can't use items. So I've not beaten the harder mode. It's really hard. It's so hard. It sucks. And you know what? I'm I thought so much right now. By the end of playing the game, the normal mode, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna challenge myself a little bit. It'll be a little hard, but I bet I could totally beat this in hard mode. I can't. I can't. And I never should have said that. I can't do it. It's so hard. It's so infuriating. But I might come back to it later. I just need to take a break. Sometimes I rage at games and I take a break for like three months and then I come back. <laughs> Understandable. I mean, yeah. I've done that before. I'm definitely with that PS2. You remember that? Yes, I do. I love. I love being able to like. Go from a little kid not understanding a game and then coming back like five years later because you're like, it all makes sense now. You just cruise right through it all. Oh, yeah. When you have more reading comprehension. Yeah. Yeah. Reading comprehension. (laughs) And you're more lucid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm so glad you like Final Fantasy VII, Alex. No, I don't know anybody else in person who's played the game. I love that game. It was so good. I mean, my favorite game growing up was Final Fantasy VII on PS1. Which I didn't play is the original. Very different. Yeah. But like the story's the same. And and honestly, so as a person who played that first one and then seeing the remake, seeing that big uh scorpion monster, you know, the the tech thing that we yeah. just saw on the screen, seeing that in like 4K was crazy. It's That's like one of those moments. I mean, it was like it's like uh uh I don't know. I mean, it's it's just like anything when when you see a little pixelated version of a thing, and that's it your whole life, and then somebody up. makes it ultra realistic, and you're like, oh, that's what that looks like. I wish I had that experience because I'm playing now. I'm playing the original because they left out a lot of the story from the original in the remake. Well, it's only a third. It's going to be a yeah. trilogy. They're they're bringing. I know they're going to release. Uh, they're releasing another part later this year. I thought right. Yeah, they said later this year or next year. It keeps getting pushed back. So that game looks like a movie. It looks really good. Oh, it's super good. And I watched it a couple times while you're playing it, and like things are blowing up, and it looks like amazing. It looks like it looks like. Oh, it's so cool. Super cinematic. The main reason I started playing is is because I kept seeing clips of Cloud, and Cloud's kind of hot. But I, the main reason (laughs) I continue playing is because the game's really good. It's really really fun, and I do like all the cinematic cuts are really they're really really pretty and cool, and things are a bit like. How do I say it? The way that people talk and interact sometimes, it's a bit kind of dramatic, over-exaggerated, but it fits the theme. I don't know. It's a little theatrical, and I like it. It's really cute. I like the game. It's cool. Uh, except it also makes me want to rip my hair out sometimes. It's gotta, so difficult. What's that? Cloud? Cloud has a pretty badass sword. I like the way he that... He does. Yeah. It's bigger than his body. Buster blade, right? Yeah. There's a... Buster sword. Buster, Buster sword. sword. There's a... There's an... What was it? A mission where he has to dress up as a woman. Um, and I 
feel like that was pure fan service. Ah, yes, this is the mission. <laughs> There's Cloud with the bows in his hair. If you can't see, Cloud, who is uh, a man with blonde spiky hair, when they dressed him as a woman, all they did was give him two little braids. His spiky hair is still like that, but there's also just two little braids with bows in them and then a bow on top of his head and then this big-ass dress that he just can't move in. That was a really funny mission. I liked it because he's also very, like, broody and blunt and quiet, so you can tell he's just miserable the whole time, but everybody's telling him how pretty he is. It's great. I loved it. There's actually another reason I got the game because I was like, I want to play that shit that looks so funny. And it was. It was really, really cool. Loved it. But Overall, great vibes. Like it's a good, looks like a good game. Try not to burp the mic. I, I'm still traumatized from that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. You know what else I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Memes. 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 Family memes. Sibling memes. I think shitty, low-quality videos of people getting hurt or doing stupid shit and then them being siblings on top of it is so funny. But you know what's also funny? Siblings fighting with each other. The first one, yeah, that's it. The first meme I want to talk about <laughs> is these two kids. They're fighting. They're playing video games together. The older siblings are just every time Aunt, little Anthony makes a mistake in the game, they go, Anthony. And you're going to watch him lose his mind over this. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Just wait for it. His mom comes in. It's funny, it's like it's all boiled over. The mom just needs to walk in the room. So they're giving him a hard time because they're going, Anthony, Anthony. So he's screaming at the top of his lungs, shut the hell up. He's just screaming at his siblings, shut the hell up. And then so his mom comes in and she goes, why can't you guys just play in peace? Why can't you guys just get along and play in peace? And he's going, it's just every time I do, I'm trying to play. And they keep going, Anthony, Anthony. And the the older siblings, they're, the brothers are such dicks. They're just laughing the whole time. But he's like telling his mom, like, they keep making fun of me. And the mom, what she says is like, whose game is it? It was mine. Well, then if you don't want to play with them, make the, kick them off the game. You play the game. Just don't play it with them. And he goes, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what else he said. But that's the funniest thing ever. Just a parent telling. It's, I was going to say, that reminds me of when uh, when, I, when we were playing the PS1 or when I, when the PS1, PS2. When I played the PS2 a lot, my little brother Francisco would watch me. And at the time, he was like, he was too little to understand like, oh, the X button means jump. And, you know, he, he just, he didn't yeah. have that grasp yet. So my mom was like, give him a turn, give him a turn. Like, he doesn't understand it, though. So we gave him one of the broken controllers. And we're like, you can play along here, and you're just going to be walking around right, right next to me. But then he, at one point, he caught on. He's like, my controller doesn't work. Why can you move, but I can't? Like, it doesn't. Yeah, but. <laughs> Why is this not working? It's because we've been fooling you 
all along. I think that's hilarious. He was our little Anthony. <laughs> he was. Our, he was. That video reminds me of Francisco because that was Francisco losing his mind because Arturo was pushing his buttons. He just started screaming like, "Stop it!" And he would do this thing. I feel really bad about it, but it's really funny. Uh, he would get mad. He'd start going, and he like a vein would pop out of his forehead, and he'd be turning red. And he's just like he's his fists are balling up. He's like this. And we would call it his Hulk face. Like Francisco's going to Hulk mode. And he's like this little ass kid who's raging. He's trying not, he's not trying very hard, but he's about to lose his shit. And he's just, I think he's trying very hard. Cause there's been times where he gets to that point and he breaks something in the house that I've <laughs> yes. caught him do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll give him, to, I'll give him that. Them. Like growing up, he could have broke, he could have broken way more things. He actually broke one of my PS2 controllers. I'll say that. I do remember that. He did that across the room. He also broke a lot of your Lego sets. The, the thing I felt bad about, though, is that he's getting mad at you and he's looking at you and he's like, and I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm not trying to laugh in this kid's face when he's full of rage. He's angry. OK, he's this is not a joke. He's so mad. And I'm I can't help it. It's just so funny. It's so funny, especially when I look at that vein popping out of his forehead and he's like panting the way that he is. I'm like, this is hilarious. This is so, so funny. Well, it's funny because he, he's a cute kid. He was yeah, a really cute kid. He was kid. a cute kid. And to see somebody that cute get all <laughs> bent out of shape over one small thing, it's just, it's funny. Oh, it was so funny. Poor Francisco. I that, will say. That didn't help with his anger issues. I gotta give Francisco some respect. Great Minecraft partner. Great Terraria partner. Love playing video games with Francisco. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, he was probably a better video game partner than I was. He's great at video games. Yeah? Yeah. He has a world record in Outlast 2 or something. Oh, yeah. He likes to do speed runs for games and yeah, he likes to set, set records. Yeah. He's yeah. good at that stuff. Pretty cool. Funny guy. On to the next meme. One that uh, I think pertains to Arturo. Just quite... This is from my meme archive. Home Depot employees trying to stop me from eating all the drywall. <laughs> it's just, that is you. It's the ending of Shrek when all the knights are trying to grab him and pull him back. And he's just throwing people off of him. Yeah, bro, that's you. I'm Shrek. Do you crave drywall? Like after biting that, do you, does the feeling, does that, do you ever think about like the feeling? Does it come back to you? Do you oh, think about absolutely. It? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's an ongoing addiction. You know, I'm always yeah. fighting it every day. No, but for real, like... <laughs> I'll be at work and I'll have to cut drywall out of the ceiling. And I'm just like, the feeling on my hands. I remember when I was little, like drawing with chalk on the concrete outside, I'd be like, wash my hands. I got my my tongue right here. I can just. Ugh. I yeah. hated that. I yeah, did that shit. Yeah, it was shit. disgusting. I'd be playing, as a little ass kid, I'd say to Troll, I'm like, that's disgusting. What is wrong with you? I'd get mad because my little kid brain's like, that's not that's not allowed. <laughs> that, that can't be allowed. So Arturo's licking up this chunk and eating it. I'm like, stop, stop. This isn't allowed. Yeah, I didn't like that. that crave was... that mineral. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he did crave that mineral. Quite literally. That was awful. I hated that. I did not like that. I was okay with it. I remember at one point, um, this, was a, this was like mind blowing to me because we had just moved not we didn't just move but we were living at mom's house for a little bit and it was like a newly developing neighborhood so the neighborhood next door had just had their basement dug out so they're, mm -hmm. they're gonna put a new house there so i'm like yo they got a snack pile of dirt in the backyard <laughs> all right i'll climb around and grab some handfuls of dirt there you know did you really do that i wasn't like full-on eating like piles of dirt but i was like hey Pile of dirt. I'm gonna go play in that, and I'm like, oh, some of it fell in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oops. What are you gonna do about it? What the hell? Just I didn't know that. I didn't know you went. 
eating yeah. the dirt in her neighbor's yard. Yeah, it was. Uh, shout out to Ari and Asta, old neighbors. <laughs> yeah, there was their old house in the backyard. They had like a pile of dirt that was like twenty feet tall. I'm like, well, oh, I mean, a, a five-year-old Arturo that was twenty feet tall to him. I don't know how tall it actually was, but it was a lot of dirt. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna climb around that. <laughs> That's awful. I do remember being in in third grade. I was in third grade. Arturo was in second, and at one point we were outside in recess, and. In that time when you got in trouble in recess or something, everybody had to go sit on the concrete, basically like the the basketball courts, whatever, just sit there for like. They're all lined up for yeah, like for class. You're sitting in rows with your class, and we have to sit like for five minutes of silence because that's our punishment. I don't remember what we did, and now that I think about it, what could have been so bad that everybody at recess needs to be put in timeout? But whatever, that's that's something else. I remember sitting there, and I hear somebody go, "Psst, psst, hey." And I look over and it's it's Arturo. He's sitting in like the row next to me because he's in a different class. And he goes, hey, Nanny, what's up? I'm like, oh, what's up, Gordo? And Arturo's like, hey, watch this. And he just scoops up on the on the concrete. He scoops up like on sitting on the gravel, just sand and little pebbles and dirt. He goes, watch this. He just popped it in his mouth. Okay, hold on. I did not put a handful of sand in my mouth. Yes, you did. But no, I did. No, it wasn't I, I got, sand, but it was it. like pebbles and sand and shit and dirt. There was a bunch dirt. of little pebbles, and I was like, hey, check this out. Show you a little one. Popped it in my mouth, took it like a pill. You know. Popped that another one in my mouth, took it like a pill, and then I was like, here's like four or five. You threw like a bunch of them back, dude. Don't lie. Don't try to make yourself sound better. I, I remember you sprinkled that shit into your mouth, and you chewed on it. I plead the fifth. I don't recall. I will never forget. I will never forget because as a kid, I was like, that is not allowed. That's not, that can't be okay. He's not going to be okay. I was, you stressed me out. I, I don't know. I think maybe my mind just kind of wiped it because I think at the time, uh, my childhood crush was in the same row and they probably saw me just eating rocks or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I tried to traumatize himself. No, but in, no, that, cause that was my second grade and they would give us little spelling tests too. Like, it was a little sheet like that, like that <laughs> wide. Um, yeah, and so I got a shitty grade on that spelling test. I was like, I could throw this away right now. Or or I could just completely get rid of the evidence, you know? And just eat it. Eat all of it. And I chewed on it the whole bus ride home, and I could taste the ink because <laughs> there was a grade on that paper. But He could have just thrown it out the window. He could have just balled it up, thrown it out the window. But I said, nope, we got to eat it. I think uh, I think I had a lot of inspiration from uh, those eating contest guys like L.A. Beast on YouTube and uh, Dude, Where's My Challenge? Yeah, those they're really yeah. I watched a lot of guys that ate a bunch of random shit and then puked it all up later. I did not puke any of that up. I ate it and digested it all. It's too much. Right, I guess like it's a too chicken. Much for me. <gasps> chicken just passes rocks. The oh my gosh, <laughs> this meme or vine. This is one of my favorite vines ever. It's our trails too. It's so good. It's good. You drunk all the fucking milk, man. Give me my goddamn milk. Ah! My milk ah! <laughs> any any meme or video? What's that next video? <laughs> Why is he there? An hour of silence with the occasional Walta. <laughs> yeah, it that, says is, one hour. That's exactly. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What's I don't know what Walta is. Do you? That's from uh, Breaking Bad. That's um. Oh, that's Wal Mike. Walta. <laughs> Walter. That this is what Otto played. Yes, um, I want to hear him say but it. But there's, it, it's the. I guess I'll, I'll fast forward to the end. See if we can find a Walter. 
Breaking Bad, also phenomenal show. Love that show. Nope. Wait, it shows you the little spikes in the audio. Oh, you right. We might have to wait like three minutes. I'm so ready for it. I don't think I have it in me. Damn. Walter. Wait, was that you? That was me. Oh, I was, I was looking at the, <laughs> the screen. I was looking, looking at you guys. It, it caught me off guard. I was like, he's just, why is he His looking at His face is everywhere for all the memes. Have you seen that? It's everywhere. Kind of. It's so. I've seen a few, but I don't know why he's, I don't know why Breaking Bad memes are coming back. That, that's, an, that's an older show, right? It came out like. But suddenly Early there's so many Breaking Bad memes. Like that, you know that one audio clip of, um, what's her name? What? Uh, Skylar. Oh, yeah. Why can't you just admit you're in danger? <laughs> no, that's not oh, what that it was. Oh. No, there's one where she's confronting Jesse. She's like, my name is Skylar White. Yo, my husband is Walter White. Yo. And there's so many memes of it, of her doing it in Japanese, of her doing <laughs> it. And like, there's so many different weird versions alterations of just Skylar confronting Jesse or um <sighs> don't sell marijuana to my husband yo <laughs> yo or there's there's ones where people can imitate Walter's voice pretty well it's like Jesse no no don't turn into bread no and it's just him turning into like a chibi loaf of bread yeah <gasps> this is it this is it touch me all right all right look touching okay touching here look Lady, whatever you're selling, I ain't buying, yo. It's a body. Well, my name is Skylar White, yo. <laughs> my husband is Walter White, yo. Uh-huh. <laughs> he told me everything. Seriously? That's right. And just so you know, my brother-in-law is a D.E. <laughs> and I will not hesitate to call him. Not if I have to. watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. Oh um, yeah, and then all the the actors from the show they they go into the memes. They do because people ask them to say shit. Like the guy who plays Hank, the DA agent. There's a video he has of him a cameo. There's a, there's a video of him going. Um, what was he saying? Something about okay, that's really poggers, you guys. Way to way to pop off and just saying like oh, this lingo and just none of it matches or makes sense. But it's just the weirdest shit. Ever and it's so surreal. I'm like, with, I watched this man die. Same with uh, Brian Cranston and uh, did I say his name right? He's funny. And the the guy who plays Gus Fring, I forgot his name. Um, cool guy. He's in The Mandalorian. Uh, I think he's from Chile. He's Chile? also in The Boys. He's in The Boys. Yeah, great show. He plays Ed, Mr. Edgar. Mr. Edgar. Mr. Edgar. You should watch that. I already watched it. I'm oh. Caught up. Oh. Actually, but you're about to get me distracted. Don't even. But Breaking Bad. Wait, that's not even Giancarlo Esposito. That guy, cool guy. I love that guy. He's so cool. Yeah. His voice, really cool. Just he just has to talk. He doesn't even say it in a threatening way or whatever. He just talks, and the way he looks at the camera is so. It's just so cool. It's also like he's past his roles and all of like so like for other people that play villains. I feel like I still hold that hate for that villain sometimes. But him, I'm like, yo, he's just a cool actor. I like that guy. I just always liked him. Even when he was a villain in Breaking Bad. And that was he the was, only he way. He did it in a cool way. I didn't want, I kind of didn't want him to die. Because I'm like, he's kind of cool. Spoiler, spoiler. I'm just kidding. That show came out eight, oh, like eight spoilers, years ago. Oh, spoilers. Shut up. Everybody, if you don't know, if you haven't seen the show and you're holding it off still, that's on you. You should have watched it. Okay. You should have watched it already. That's not my fault. 
All right, guys, before we end this episode, we do have one special message that just came in. <gasps> from no San Fran himself. From your hermano. Uh, so let's see what he has to say. He's going to be so rude. Hi, podcast. Hello. Hi, podcast. Give me a fucking break, <laughs> I said. Hear that, guys? Hello. He said hi to you. Hi, podcast. That's crazy. Well, there you have it, everybody. What the hell? That is the high effort. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> what the fuck, Francisco? Of I... the third Barrios brother or sibling. Oh my I said, God. I said, do you want to send us a little message saying hi to us and the, the episode and like, you know, the listeners and whatever. Or what you know, you can you can be goofy, you can say some stuff. And he goes, I and he sends that. I I'm not shocked. But I am. I don't. I didn't think you were gonna do that, Francisco. Wow. But siblings always manage to surprise you somehow. Do it best, you know. They do it best. You know what? They keep life interesting, though. You keep life interesting. That's why we got this shit going on. Hell this yeah. has been another episode of Chicano Chigon presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. I'm a mustache original. Thank you very much. Don't forget, if you enjoyed today's episode, we have more episodes coming out every single Wednesday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you get your listening experience. But don't forget to drop a like and a five-star review if you want to keep that going. And if you do like our, our current shows that we're doing on the internet, we have a live one that happens at the last Saturday every, every month. Every single month. At Hacienda Santa Las Glorias. On Where you can get jumbo mango marks for $7 at our First Avenue location. I don't I don't know if we got that price right. Don't think about that too much. But be there. Hacienda Las Glorias, First Avenue in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But we'd love to have you. Send your questions in. We'll answer them. And don't forget to keep sending us the love. Keep up, keep up with us on socials. And for any other information I might have forgotten, check the bio. Way more information there. But another thing to leave you guys with, the most important piece of information to leave you with, is to say chingon, chicanos. Salud. Salud. Mustache Media.